of Sports Talk Radio. It's this, it's the compassion, it's the, it's the dignity, it's the wisdom, it's the, it's the horse sense of the guy. You know what? This is crap. We're going to stop this. I can't stand it. Run it again. Run it again. We're rolling now. <laughs> I think so. Microphones are on. Marker 8, 10, go. The Eggies. Merrill. Lead. He's The Jazz. High schools. Also's gonna take it on the quarterback draw. He's to the 30, the 25, gonna move to the 20, 15, 10, but he's into the end zone. If it's the sport you care about, we're talking about it. Number four of my best non-sports wife carrying. I beg your pardon? It's the full court press with Eric Frentz and AJ Selvison. What you're really saying when you're using all this blabberish is AJ, you were right and I was wrong. That's what I mean from you. 1069 FM, 1090 AM, The Fan. Welcome to the full court press. Here we are live. Looking live. Dude, Brent Musker, he's the only person who could ever say that and sound good. Hot Rod Huntley said it all the time. He did? Yeah, oh yeah. Was he drunk? It was weird listening to it on the radio. Did he sound good, though? Because they would take the same feed. They would do the same thing he did for radio that he did for TV. <laughs> You're looking live! <laughs> like, I'm, I'm listening on the radio. Oh, come on, man. What I don't are you know at? what I'm looking at. I'm Hot dashboard. Oh, hot rod. Oh, man, I love it. Hey, we are looking live from Guild Mortgage, south end of town, 180 West, 1200 South, Suite 220. You come up the stairs, take a right. We are in the beautiful conference room here at Guild Mortgage. Appreciate them being a part of the press. Our Guild Mortgage text line is open for you. You can text in at 435-339-0321. Again, 435-339-0321. We got some great stuff to give away, signed by a couple of legends. One of them is... Well, he's more than a legend. He's going to be a Hall of Famer in the Utah State Athletics Hall of Fame. Coming up very, very soon. If you want to get your tickets, go to utahstateaggies.com uh, and buy your tickets. That's going to be packed to the – and, I mean, that's going to be one of, easily one of the greatest Hall of Fame classes we will ever have in Utah State history. And one of those members is joining us today. Uh, we're going to get right into it immediately, actually. And that is, uh, ladies and germs, we're grateful to have him. J.C. Carroll is live here. This is great. If you want to come in and say hi to J.C., you got about maybe uh, – 28 minutes, and then he's got to fly out of here. He's got some family duties to take care of. But, JC, thank you so much for joining us to see you. Well, good. I'm excited to be here. I was, I was glad when I when I got the call to come down and, and hang out with you guys for a little bit. So, yeah, my pleasure. Oh, I got uh, By the way, how does that call go? Like, is Tony just like, you know, he's he's big time, obviously. He's got JC Carroll on his phone. Hits you up. Hey, uh, what are you doing around 4 o'clock today? You want to come hang out? And that That's exactly how it went. <laughs> so that, that's exactly I got. I don't know if it's a phone call. It might have been a text message. So <laughs> Might have been a Facebook message. Yeah, so he here I am and uh, happy to be here. No, great to have you. Uh, JC, I want to take Utah State basketball with you, obviously. We'll get to that in just a little bit. How are things, though, off the court and in life after retirement? Yeah, life's good. Uh, you know, we're my family and I. We're super excited to be back here in Cache Valley. We got to get up to the Spectrum and see some games. Those are my first games I've seen since my sight in the Spectrum. No so, kidding! Wow. So you it's know, 13, gap. 13 year gap, and it was fun. Coach Odom reached out and uh, was kind enough to talk to me a bunch of times. And, uh, uh, done a great job. It's been fun to be to see Utah State Athletics. Um, 
wife, she's the head coach uh, for Mountain Crest, so I also was at uh, almost every single Mountain Crest event this year. Oh, awesome. And uh, my kids are in school, and I'm just anxiously engaged in, in my new life after basketball. You're like, you're raising, like, special breed of cattle. Oh, man. We, you're we, doing, like, I mean, you're, like, we do, you're a man Yeah, look, we like we like the specialty niche market of, uh, of agriculture. Uh, we, we raise uh, Wagyu, Kobe beef, blood. Farm to table, which has been uh, fun. It's become a passion. We have we have awesome all natural mountain honey that uh, um, is CBD infused, which has all kinds of awesome health benefits. And uh, so, things we do for for fun and business. And uh, I'm now um, in my well into my process of being a financial advisor, and that's what I'm going to do wow. uh, going full time. Wow, very good cool. for you. Very cool. Yeah. That is awesome. So, as you've uh, had an opportunity to return to the spectrum and mm-hmm. watch this Utah State basketball, certainly. It's it's hard to compare eras, but yeah. when you see the college game today, how similar, how different is it? Kind of hard to assess because it's a different coach and different styles with what he's asking of his players. You know, uh, I still love college basketball a lot more than watching watching an NBA game, for for example. But um, the college basketball has has changed a that there's just a lot of we're going to put our head down and drive the basket and see if we make a basket or get fouled. If that doesn't happen, we'll kick it out and try to shoot three-pointer. It's just kind of the way basketballs went, which uh, for me, you know, I was playing some months ago, is a great way to play basketball. Let's let's shoot baskets. Let's let's get to the rim. Uh, the, the Utah is different. As Coach Morrow was such an ex as in those guys. He was he would he loved. He took great pride in going and playing his opponent and giving them up. We would set script or screen after screen to where we would just get wide open looks. Um, he was very disciplined. We weren't allowed to run and let a defensive stop. So he forced a lot of great defense. And uh, defensive stop could run, but we had to do our work first. And it's just, honestly, my basketball philosophy is let's run the floor, let's, let's play fast. So um, I like I like the trends we see. But I thought Coach Ohm did a good job. Um, there were some tough, uh, some tough uh, injuries, sicknesses, things like that that, uh, that made things tough but they got a bright future in this season you know they got they got a great you know, they say parts is a whole new how many plays will have in his playbook that you guys run yeah i couldn't even, I couldn't even count them <laughs> he, he was so great at, he was great at finding players knowing exactly what they're good at and that is then designing ways for that player to get back to that spot and make a shot you know, talking earlier about steve ducharme steve ducharme had a great 50-foot jump shot from elbow he would start Steve Ducharme anywhere on the court. Always end up with him at the elbow shooting an elbow jumper. Um, that's what Cromwell's good at, taking what people did well and giving the opportunity to do that thing well. The incredible thing about when you talk about Stewie's offense, it was surgical. It was, there was no Spain pick and roll. It was very obvious what you guys were doing, and you guys still can make it work. My question for you is, did you wish you had more freedom offensively for as talented as a shooter and as an offensive player that you were? You know, when I was there – I didn't. I was just. I was happy. I was happy to play. I was happy that we won. You know, we won a lot of games. Yeah. And you can't complain when you win games. Um, the I, w- I would have some conversation with the assistant coach. You know, Coach Verlin when he's here. We we had the card system, and I every once in a while, hey, you know, I feel like maybe we could put my card up a little more. And, <laughs> and he kind of looked at me. He goes, "Well, JC, here's system. I run up for you, and then I play for someone else, and then I play for you, and then I play for someone else for you." And I just shook my head. Said, "Well." All right, I'm, I won't. I won't be back to have this conversation. But uh, I mentioned I did get into the pros, and for a coach, where our philosophy was, we're going to score 100 points. Try and beat us by score points. And that was fun. That when I get into coaching, and I've got some seventh grade girls basketball, I'm coaching, helping coach now. That's that's the philosophy I'm trying to push to them. We're going to score 50 points a game. Now see if you can beat us by 65.
Yeah, Stu said you weren't a defensive guy. I guess that kind of makes you know sense. what? <laughs> you know what? <laughs> wish he would have. Wish he didn't start that bad rumor. Um, <laughs> I was the defender. I took great pride in. It. I was hard at it. But he had to have something to complain about when it comes to a freshman <laughs> on the team. Um, is like older in the program. Hurt my my career. If he said, you know what? <laughs> he turned into a pretty good defender. <laughs> like I would like to come and see if I could get him to say that. Um, that could be down the road a few times. I always had to kind of overcome this idea that I wasn't a good defender. <laughs> uh, JC Carey, when us here, one of the great Utah State basketball live at Guild Mortgage, come over and say hi to us. And JC will be here for the first segment, and then he's got to go in. Uh, but uh, over here, great enough to sign a, a beautiful basketball. basketball. We gave away a couple signed items yeah. today, and JC Carroll's basketball is one of them. We greatly appreciate him doing that. Hey, uh, JC, final score at the spec. Uh, Utah falls to Colorado State, six fifty-five. Um, I'm going to ask this bluntly. Did you ever have struggles with free throws? No, with free throws, no. Um, after my freshman year, we took a step back. We just a couple things on my free throws. And, and no, I've, I've finished three years. I think shooting plus percent over the course of my 13-year career. I'm somewhere in the 90s. Not free throw shooting. Seems to be a bugaboo. The Aggies 6 of 18 at the line. Now they find themselves really in a, if you don't win it, you're not in the postseason. At least you're not going dancing. For you, you play on some great basketball teams, but there's also the pressure. Like, if you didn't win it, you weren't going. Um, as a leader, like Justin Bean is on this team, mm-hmm. did you pressure and did you sometimes um, try to do too much with that pressure and, and, and finding handle it? Yeah. You know that that's a good when it came to the, felt the pressure to win. But it wasn't necessarily external pressure. Sure that I naturally lived with by myself the expectations I had for myself. Um, I always went into for whatever reason. I did always understand in, it takes more than one person. Um, a good team effort it has to be a good game by the coaches. And so that pressure of what I had to go out and do never overwhelmed me. Um, I know there are players that do that it overwhelms them a lot. Um, I just I always knew that I need to go in. I need to do what I, my responsibility is the best possible, and try to motivate, try to talk to, try to the rest of my teammates understood what they had in the framework of, our, of that team. I would go into these uh, championship type games, and this Utah State before my career, I played in championship games, and I'd have conversations. I said, "Look, you don't have to do anything special. You just have to do your job." You don't do anything more than you're supposed to do because there's tend to go in there and think, I've got to do this. I've got to make shots or you don't. You just have to do your job correctly. Follow the game plan out and we'll be good. Mental health in sports has certainly become a bigger topic in the last few years. How players handle that pressure and, and other pressures that are associated with being a profile athlete, whether you're in the or at the college level. Uh, different today than it was when you played. Right. But uh, at least collegiately, how how have you viewed that change, and how did you your own kind of grasp on you, some guys wired differently, <laughs> and some guys handle it, and it's just they really put it on themselves is enough. Others it requires a different approach. It's true. Um, you know, I had a great class college uh, by Dr. Gordon. We, well, mental aspects of sports, I think is what it was oh. called. Um, and this guy's amazing. I reach out to him every once in a while, and just this kind of stuff. He had great um, lessons things to, to teach, but when it came to um, <laughs> the mental health is, yeah, one thing he said in the class was we are good at gearing up, hiding up players, getting them ready to compete, getting them ready to go out and fight because it, it is a big fight. We're really bad at teaching players how to come from that. And, and it is because you're in front of a crowd, competing, you're wound up. And throughout my whole career, I'd get home. My wife's like, I'm ready to go to bed. I'm, I'm going, I can't sleep. You know, I, I'm, I'm still, still wired. Up. I'm still wired. Game, I can't come down. And I think we're just, um, we just recognize some of those things more now. 
Um, I'm not an old guy that's going to say, hey, people have changed or we're more soft now than we used to be. I'm more aware of those things. But coaching, the way we have coached today, it has changed. Um, the old school guys, uh, Bobby Nice, Rick Majerus, um, even Coach Morrill, um, you know, the way motivated got after us, players say, I will respond as well. More guys around them, you know, cheerlead them on, um, ask them, hey, how do you do this? And it's just a change of Coach Morrill's career. He started in player and um, ultimately said, well, you know, my, I'm, I'm done. I'm moving uh, to, to bigger, better things with my family. With um, the other thing, too, that, uh, I think it was Dr. Gordon who talked about this, too, is separating a, a player's athletic success from who they are as a person right. individually, too. Yeah. If they're doing well, they're oh, he's a great person. If they're not doing well, well, that guy sucks. Right. And it's that's that can be hard, I think, for some people, and even as fans, to separate that. It is. It's it's really hard, it, especially if you got your, your confidence and – and your values wrapped up in what you do on a Saturday night basketball game. Um, you definitely have a lot more highs and lows. Uh, you know, I was very fortunate. I had, I just was always taught from from my parents. You know, you're gonna do the best you can at this, but you're way more valuable than what you do on the basketball court. And as I got older with my kids, I get interviews and I people and they go, "How do you feel? You're, oh, this this loss has got to hurt." I was like, "Yeah, it hurts." But I'm going to go home, and my, my four-year-old kid doesn't care if I won or lost, and I'll just forget about it and, and go play with him. Um, so we do need to be aware of it. We need to help these young people learn how to not only get up for games but come down from games and realize that there's a lot more value in what they do in life than just whether they made or missed a basket last night. When talking about pressure of playing the game, and just this is a – you kind of alluded to this earlier too. This Utah State men's basketball team now is in a position where maybe their expectations would be better than they were. They had some good wins. They've struggled a little bit through the season. But coming into a tournament, they've only got a week left before they go into the, the, the conference tournament. What's it like trying to be in a position where maybe the season hasn't gone quite as as you wanted, but it's not over. You still have an opportunity to still do something to advance and extend your season. Yeah, absolutely. The players up there should be just excited. They should look forward to this week coming up. Um, these conference championships, conference tournaments are unbelievable. They're, they're so much fun to be a part of. They're so much fun to watch. And they, should, they really realize it's a, it's a whole new season. You, win, you get hot, which Utah State's been pretty hot. It stretches. Um, you know, last night didn't go so well, but they've been hot. They need to understand how they can play basketball. When they do play this that good le- brand of basketball. They get anybody. And it just takes a matter of stringing two or three wins together to all of a sudden um, you're going to the NCAA tournament. So uh, they should look forward to it. Uh, in Europe, we had a year we finished fifth in the EuroLeague in the regular season. We went to a, a five-game series against Panathinaikos in Greece. We went on their home court. They smashed us by 30 points. Oh, Smashed ooh. us by 30. We're going, what's going to happen? Our coach took us back to the hotel. We stayed up. Uh, we rewatched our game like four for like four hours, stopping and pausing and tell us how terrible we were. <laughs> and we got in the next day against them. Uh, we came out. We hit them in the mouth. We beat them by 20. We didn't lose a game the rest of the season. We ended up being EuroLeague champs. Um, so we went from fifth to a 30-point loss in the playoffs to your league champs. And it just was that we just – something clicked, something happened. We got we, – we won, and Utah State opportunity to do that. Can we still dome in early lane? Let's do it. Uh, look, this this conference is loaded. Maybe four teams that get into the, 
the uh, NCAA tournament. Five if Utah State wins it, and the other four end up in the center. You know, it just there's so many ways. This conference is great. What's the uh, what's the best conference uh, year that you had tough, just from top to bottom that you had to get through? Yeah, my look, my uh, my senior year, I believe it was. We had um, University of Nevada that was in the top. Uh, they were ranked ninth in the country at the time and uh in 10th and well they were they were ninth in the country and they came to utah state about uh a week or two weeks before the conference tournament we beat them here was that the three that like shook the building no we okay. beat we beat them in overtime and uh the score was like 72 to 65 or something like that we get them into the in the wet the tournament and uh while they're ranked 10th they dropped a position and we beat them um, again, exact same score. Uh, Nick Fazigos was on that team, three or four time player. Yeah, and uh, I guess that was my junior year. That was my junior year because he was the the player and I wasn't. Um, so, uh, so yeah, I don't know where we're going with that story, but down memory lane. So that was a tough conference tournament. My senior, we played Boise. State. That's right. Um, my freshman year in the Big West tournament, um, Pacific was rated in the ranked top twenty, and we beat them in the final. Um, to win uh, the Big West tournament, go to my first tournament. When you get into a tournament situation, you've you've had these collegiately and professionally. What? How does that mindset change? I know you kind of alluded to that earlier that it shouldn't. Yeah. But aren't there some aspects that do change when it comes to? It, it's not a long season. It's just a few games. We do well. Yeah. We have more games we can play. Uh, when it comes to that, my only mindset and the mindset that seemed like um, was the difference between the winning and the losing team was. Um, our intensity, our effort, our attention to detail, uh, those sorts of things. And um, I remember we were going into the the championship game. This is in Europe. Sorry, um, we were playing uh, we were playing Olympiacos, uh, a team, another team from Greece. But next to one of my teammates, and he goes, "What is our game plan? What are we doing different today that that we didn't do last time?" Look, I said, "We're not doing anything different. We're going to go be us. We're going to go play hard." But I said, "Marcus." The difference, Marcus Slaughter, San Diego State graduate, by the way. Uh, Marcus, the difference is, is we're going to get every loose ball. We're going to get ourselves second opportunities to score the ball. If the ball's on the ground, go get it. And ultimately, in those championship games that we won, that uh, we were the team that got all those the second chance opportunities. We we won the hustle points, if you want to put it that way. And the times we lost in the championships were times we did not win those battles. The other team did. Hmm. Hey, I was looking at senior year, and this makes no sense. You guys go 23-9, and nine, and yeah, you had three straight losses, but they're by 5-5-3 five, five, and three, all on the road. Nevada, Hawaii, San Jose State. I don't, I don't want to throw up when you think about that. Well, the San Jose State one I do. The Hawaii <laughs> game, Hawaii was pretty decent back then. They weren't bad. and We, we never played well on the island. I don't know why. Maybe we got on the beach too much. But so you uh, had a day off between Hawaii and San Jose State. So you had a travel day, tra- and then you go to San. That's that's rough. We should, yeah, we should. We had to win that game, and we didn't. We, um, I remember we had a a chance at the buzzer uh, to win, and we missed. I I think I I took the shot, or we turned it over on the inbounds play, one or the other. And we didn't win, but did, and we lost to Nevada. Is that what it said? Yeah, you lost to Nevada by five eighty. Yeah. Uh, but getting the last what five. You went to the tournament, you throttle San Jose State, and then you lose to Boise State by t- end up in the NIT. Yeah. Was it, I mean, well, is it that hard to get into the tournament? Yeah, that's that's when Coach Worrell um, was frustrated with things. You know, he, we, we were in the Big West tournament. You know, we 
and Utah State historically they they dominated the Big West. They won one with the NCAA tournaments, and then he uh, he famously uh, said, "Look, you told me I had to go play a tougher schedule. I moved to the WAC. There was there was traditionally a three or four team uh, tournament, or at least a they always had one tournament yeah. team Multi-bid historically, conference, yeah. Yeah. multi-big conference. And now that we're here and we don't win it." You know, but we're going to finish second, and we we lost in the final. You're going to tell me that we don't get in now? Because what more do you want us to do? We go to bigger conference, we go to bigger competition. What do you want us to do? And you beat Iowa that year too. Yeah, on a neutral court, which probably wasn't a neutral court, right? <laughs> so there was always kind of that frustration. We we jumped up to the WAC, which which was always a multi bid team, a big bid league, and then we would um, you know do well, but not necessarily win it. The NIT bound. I was, Wait a second. This is a multi bid league yet again we did get the one out large bid my sophomore year but uh yeah we had a maybe i think if we beat boise state and that was too bad i, I made some defensive in that one admittedly offensively at 30 but yeah. um uh defensively i uh reggie larry i i kept thinking i could go down and steal it i didn't think he'd ever pass it out he it out my guy hit some threes i've I still feel bad about that. Who was the toughest guy for you to play against mm. collegiately? I want to hear this. The toughest guy that guarded me was uh, was Matt Lejeski from Hawaii. Mm. Um, you probably haven't heard of him. He was six four, six five kid. Um, he moved well. Uh, he understood basketball. He made he made life pretty pretty tough on me. I actually bumped into him playing overseas a couple times as well. Um, but one people was asked, "What's your game as a as a college player at Utah State?" And I've got some good some good games, but one of them, I can't remember from my junior, but we played Hawaii in the semifinal, go to the final, and I had this famously Matt Lejeski that for me I, I always felt like I kind of struggled against. And um, I finished the game with, uh, I think, 24 points and 14 rebounds. And so for me, and we won the game, and for me that was, people ask me, I was like, you know what, that's one of the games where I felt like I played maybe the best basketball I've ever played. What uh, about professionally? Professionally, I don't even hate to give any credit to people me well, but um, <laughs> I so I hesitate to even say this name. But um, when I played Madrid, our arch rival is it's the Clasico, the Clasico, the classic um, Barcelona Madrid. Um, their coach, Jimmy Pasquale, amazing coach. Honestly, people could log on and watch watch this he did. Same with our Real Madrid basketball teams, but. Um, they had an offense or a defense that really made it hard on me. Specifically, they had a defender they put on me named um, Brad. I'm just going to leave it at Brad. <laughs> and uh, and Brad, I mean, his job was to make my life tough. He was, again, a 6'4", 6'5", kid lefty. Um, you know, I'd, I, it would be a dead ball. He'd be walking around stepples in my shoes and stuff like this. He no would hear here talking to me and this and that. And um, so we had some good battles. I made some big shots over Brad to win games, which was awesome. Um, but it was always a hard, hard matchup. And they always, my team was always laugh, make fun of me about, it. how's that, Roy? How's that? What would they call it? Who's on your list? They always, they always thought I had a list. We did have a list. <laughs> who's, on, who's on your list today? Um, I used to have some kind of a, a gripe or, or, or made up to get me motivated against some people. If I remember, we just talked off air, and this shock against Brandon Roy when he's at Washington and the incident. Yep. Adventure. It was good, man. Dude was fantastic. Uh, you know, we mentioned. I think someone here in the room said, you know, one of the best players that we've seen. He absolutely was. I wish his career, NBA career, wasn't short, cut short because of injury. But um, the thing I remember about Brandon was he always made the right play. 
Um, you know, me, my my basketball was shot first if I have a shot. If I don't have a shot, I'm going to drive. If I can't shoot that, then I'll pass it. Um, he was more he was more whatever the right play was. If they need a three-pointer, he stepped out hit a three-pointer. If they just need a two-pointer, middle of the paint, do a little spin move, oh, shoot a incredible. jumper. It was great. You know, and then passing, he would drive. If they need a, a three-point shot, he would create a three-point shot for their best three-point shooter. So he was he was great. Honestly, I took things from that game. That was my sophomore year. Um, you know, I had, a, I had a pretty good NCAA tournament game. Um, I think I had 21 or something like that. And I was guarding Brandon Roy for the game. And uh, I actually took some things he did, and I implemented it into my summer workouts to try and um, – some of the things he did. J.C. Carroll here joining us live at Guild Mortgage, one of the, excuse me, if not top two in some people's list of the greatest Aggie basketball players ever. I point at you because he wasn't in my top two. He was, he was number one on mine. <laughs> uh, J.C. <laughs> Who does he got above me? <clears throat> That's what I'm confused about. <laughs> J.C., let's go ahead and move on. Uh, hey, can, actually, can I? Oh, no. I, I want to double back oh, real okay. quick on international play. Third. I can't remember who it was, a guy who played for Phoenix years ago, and he would blog, and he was pretty funny. But he talked to playing internationally, and sometimes, and I don't know if this is so much at the highest level where you where you ended your career, but you started out and kind of moved up mm-hmm. different levels. But he would talk about, sometimes you'd go play some games, and the opposing team would have a guy who would smoke, he wouldn't shower, and he was just awful Wait. on the court, and you wouldn't want to touch him or guard him, but he would be like this, what? this influencer that, would really mess things up, and that was he did that on purpose to make guys uncomfortable to guard him. Yeah. Did you ever have stuff like that playing with some of these venues, some of the teams that you played? You know, uh, specifically with players, you know, not showering stuff. No, I, I feel most players were pretty hygienic. Uh, honestly, the only the only um, players that maybe didn't is when uh, we walk across the weight room after the the or eighteen team had been in there. We man, these guys need to learn what shower it is, but. Um, but no, um, you know I don't have as many um, just funny stories like that. But um, you know when it came to going to the European locker room, um, I remember sitting there my first day in my locker room in Teramo, and our club president comes in, you know, very distinguished gentleman, beard, Italian dude, and he's standing in the middle of the room, in the middle of the locker room with our captain. Our team captain has his hands on his hips, uh, butt naked, just sitting there talking about two inches away with the the club president. I'm like, where in the where in the world? Are <laughs> this is unbelievable. This is something you never see here. We're a lot more modest in the locker room here on this side of the ocean, um, but those kinds uh, every time I, I'd see them. JC, last question. I know you got to get going here. Uh, you've been inducted into the Hall of Fame class. Utah State Athletics knows it all. Uh, the class with you includes Bobby Wagner, Lance White, Ty Wesley, Robert Turbin. Uh, what does it mean to you to have started and ended your career as an Aggie and now be honored as one of the greatest all time to ever step on the court? Right, I think it's great. Uh, what a giant, what a huge honor! I'm so excited uh, for it. This Hall of Fame class is unbelievable. Uh, some of the most successful NFL uh, football players to come out of Utah. Uh, to share with Ty Wesley again, uh, we were. Um, in the dorms together as freshmen and then he decided to leave for a couple of years while I kept playing and then came back played with him my sophomore year or my my senior freshman year his uh, redshirt freshman year and uh, it's a big honor it's a great university has a great basketball his, uh, great bass story and to be a part of it is is unbelievable who would you have inducted you in um, I, I would uh, I'd probably invite coach Morrill 
I, you know, I, yeah, I mean that or, or my dad, but I think uh, Coach Morrill being my coach up here would be the person to, to do it. Um, if I don't, I haven't got a lot of details. Maybe I get to choose. Maybe I don't. I don't know. <laughs> but, um, you know, uh, uh, Coach Morrill, he was, uh, I, I love Coach Morrill. Uh, sometimes I would have liked to play a little faster, but, uh, uh, for Coach Moore, I loved everything he stood for. I loved the way he played the game. Loved the way he taught the game. And uh, yeah, that'd probably be my guy. See, thank you for your time today. We know you're, but we can't tell how much we appreciate you stopping in and saying hi. And congratulations, on induction. It's obviously very well deserved, and we appreciate everything you did for Utah State University. Thanks. It's been a pleasure. We should do it again. Thanks Absolutely. for coming down. Do it again. It's always fun. All right. Uh, let's take a break. We'll come back. We'll have more of the Full Court Press. Calvin Tyler Jr. is going to be joining us in the second hour. We'll talk some Utah State football and, of course, win and getting ready for the 2022 season. It's all coming up on the Full Court Press. It doesn't matter who you root for. The Full Court Press has all the high school sports covered. The Full Court Press. Connect with us on Facebook, Twitter, and online at 1069thefan.com. Oh, fun times. J.C. Carroll, big thanks to him for joining us. I might have just been uh, put in my place, Eric. Surprise, surprise. That's no, never- no, no. <laughs> I just never heard the stories from the man. <laughs> that was awesome. Dude, that was so Those cool. were great Oh, my gosh. I love it. Great and, stories. Dude, I just, when he gets up there, I hope he roasts Morrill. Like, Morrill roasted him about his defense. Yeah, but collegiately... Uh, and I'll be honest, I haven't attended these induction ceremonies. You, you need they to go just to this one. stand and announce them, and they just yeah, they come. It's like, a little bio well, about each it, one. Yeah, and, it's gonna be fancy smancy. I mean, you're gonna have. I mean, it's it's a big deal. And then it would be honestly, it's gonna be packed to the brim. You got. I mean, this is two classes put into one because of COVID year, right? Right. Yep. But you've got J.C. Carroll, greatest ever to play in any sport thing in at Utah State. Bobby Wagner. Is going to be a uh, is going to be a gold jacket Hall of Famer in the NFL. Yes, absolutely. Robert Turbin, greatest backs we had in Utah State was a big part of the uh, resurrection of Utah State football. Super Bowl so champion, down, yeah, Super Bowl champ. Much to do with that. Ty Wesley's an honorable <laughs> All American or honorable mention. Ty Wesley's an honorable All American, right? Yeah, yep. Uh, one of the great big men that uh, JC got to play with. I mean, just incredible talent on this Hall of Fame class, and everyone can be a part of it. I believe the ceremony. Are going to be like in September? In September? I thought it was in March. It might be in September. You might be right. Uh, but uh, this will uh, oh dinner induction ceremony will be on twenty third oh, April. Uh, okay, it's concert hall and uh, uh, yeah, Dean's concert hall uh, oh, on the USC nice. campus. Nice, a lot of room there. They're gonna need it. Then they'll, dude. I'll buy you tickets to go to that. You gotta go to that because you would. It is really really cool. They do those things there. They do it right and they honor and treat these. These Hall of Fame inductees, so it, it'll be awesome. Uh, big thanks to JC, though. So cool. he was kind enough to graph a basketball. It's beautiful. It's got a Utah State logo on it. It's got one of those basketballs that has the white on it, so it's big and prominent with his number. I mean, that's – I don't want to guess but the price tag on that, how much that's worth. Yeah, but, you uh, that on eBay or anything, <laughs> kids. <laughs> but we've got an opportunity to come and register to win that. Yeah. To come stop by and fill out your that basketball. We're going to be giving away a couple of long sleeve tees of the Utah State Aggies, Jimmy Kimball, uh Champion Tees, and uh, Calvin Tyler Jr. And right now. We'll be signing those. And right now you have a 100% chance of winning. Yeah, very high. Uh, we are at 180 West, 1200 South, Suite 220 in Logan here on the south end of town. Uh, come over, say hi to us. Uh, come over and put your names in the drum. We also got, I got to give away these stars hats and like this jazz flag stuff, man. We got to get rid of it. So come, <laughs> come, come pick it up. We got to get rid of it. 
it's garbage you're trying to get out of your no, house? No, I'm just saying, like, I got to go pick up a new bit of jazz swag on Friday uh, to bring back for our next. So I got, I, just, I took everything out. I just said, all right, let's get rid of it. Hey, um, we do need to talk about that game on Saturday. Uh, we'll do that. We do need to take another uh, quick we'll timeout. It's our first segment. We wanted it to give JC as much time as we could. So we'll take a quick time here on the Full Court Press. We'll be back broadcasting live at Guild Mortgage on the south end of Logan. Come by and see us. Southern Utah and Southern Idaho's Hall for Sports. It's the Full Court Press on Sports Talk Radio, 106.9 FM, 1390 AM. Fan. Welcome back to the press. Eric France and there. I'm Ajay Salveson. Thanks for joining us wherever you are. Uh, greatly appreciate you. Hope you're on your way to Guild Mortgage. You Stay. want to be. Uh, here is our prize that we're giving away. We got a J.C. Carroll signed basketball. That is not forged. That is real because J.C. Carroll was here uh, with us. Big thanks to him. Can Cal- I put mine into the bin? Uh, no, Eric, because I feel like if you're going to draw the ticket, you're going to like purposely somehow sneak your way in your I'll ticket. I'll just dog your mine. Like, Eric Franson. Make sure you know? I know how to oh, feel know for what, the right though? one. Oh, the winning gosh, ticket. I didn't Think about it. I should have J.C. sign you a Stars hat for your birthday. It was your birthday. He didn't play for the Stars. Yeah, but he would have signed it. You know, you could That'd have be thought weird. he played for the Stars. He's a star. He, yeah, so just cross, out the, just cross out the SLC part and then put, like, Utah State Stars. <laughs> J.C. Stars. J.C. Stars. <laughs> <laughs> hey, guys, it's Eric's birthday yesterday. Uh, he yesterday. The, well, it's not today. No, but he, but so he, it's hit, but he hit the big 6-0. No. So we all want no, to no. make sure we sell it. So text no, in 435-339-0321. Nice. Three, three, and text in happy birthday to Eric. Or, or come in. Come in and say and sing to Eric. No, Eric no, would love for you to sing. Singing to is not uh, hard yes, or recommended. Well, it's not required, but it's definitely recommended. You left like a really creepy, scary. That was not creepy. Inappropriate. Style and that was singing on my phone. That yesterday. was the voice of Lionel Richie, <laughs> and that Gosh. sounded wonderful. Lionel Richie. Uh, wow. Hey, we got a few texts in here. Our, you know, our Guild Mortgage text. I'm live here at Guild Mortgage. Uh, come over and say hi. 180 West, 1200 South, uh, South End of Town, Suite 20. You go up the stairs into your right. We're in the big conference room. Uh, 5452, six of 18. Blah. Uh, see, uh, <laughs> throw shooting was atrocious. Uh, he says another quick thank you for the tickets. Uh, you game Saturday. Sure wish you could foul shots. Those should be points. So many misses. Well, in just a moment, nine three one five. Let's say thank you for the ticket with a pick from the game. Uh, similar to where it is. Where is Janitor Salvin? <laughs> it's a picture of the sideline. You're on the wrong side of the bench, dog. You're not at photo. Maybe no. you are. You gotta be. No, I'm Somewhere. not. Hold on. I'm, I'm, no, where's Waldo? He's not even there. He's on the yeah, right. Yeah, I'm on the wrong side. No, there I am. I'm, st- I'm, I'm sitting next to that bum creepy dude who likes to stand over your chair until like your prike until like game oh, time. Oh, I think I see you. And he puts his hands over your shoulders. In dark suit. Yeah, and, okay. and you're like, okay, I need you. I need you to give me like six feet of space. All right. So he's like talker. Oh no 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 no! Close talker is there. <laughs> There, you feel the body personal space. Uh, no, dude, this is yeah. There I am. Yeah. Thanks for the photo. Nine three one five. Thank you. Uh, nine nine five two. Does anyone know why Dorius isn't seeing any serious ah. playing time? It's the first SDU and Nevada games in January. She played well. He only played cleanup minutes. Predict he transfers. Uh, I know that they. Look, Dorius hasn't been what they're hoping for. They did somebody that post and Zapala brings that. Right? Now is it a 
can we be? Is it a drop off from being in Horvath? Yeah, it's been improvement from Zapala, where you still get the size well, and physicality. During the year, oh, yep. Chimon is few things out. I don't know if Dorius has regressed, but coaches are trying to make decisions about who's going to give me the best shot today. I think that's all you can do. Sometimes it's one player one day, and another the next. But the bottom line is. There's inconsistency there, and that's what Jotam's trying to find, some consistency. And if it's not going to be Dorius, then we're going to try Shimon. And if it's not Shimon, uh, go back to Dorius, give him another shot. So just, I'm worried about no matter, that. It's just there's not a lot of consistency there at that backup position. 5-2-3, watch the comp winners be Derek and Saunders. And, you know, <laughs> just saw them waddle out. Thank you. Have a great day. Good to see. Uh, grab a water on your way. Yep, you bet. Happy to help. Three, one, Make five. sure you bring the car back clean. Yeah, if it. Nine three one. Happy birthday, Eric. I hope he doesn't get ours back. <laughs> Amen. Why not? Amen. Oh. Something legit. Uh, nine three. Uh, whew, what is that? We got a picture full of images there. Is that from the? Oh, let's college football. The fact that USU is three tiers above. Okay, these are college football win clubs over the last ten years. Hundred plus win plus fifty plus. You know, so on and so forth. The fact that USU tiers above Purdue, Cal. Two SEC teams and all the Mountain West Conference teams except Boise is sweet. And then sad when you're, the stadium doesn't fill up more than 60 or 70% for most games. So continuation of our I make a bold claim. We're beating BYU and Bull on the Road. Next year? Yeah. That's a bold claim. We've got talent coming back. Now, you lose talent defensively. Yes. And you lose talent at the that wire. That pressure front, uh, the, well, if I'm not mistaken, all of those guys who played those key roles, not all of them, but the vast majority of those who played those key roles in that disruptive front are gone now. But this is a coaching staff that didn't have a whole lot going for them that they knew of coming into the season last year. So it, it is funny to see all of these people trying to predict what next year's Mountain West Conference football standings will look like in the Mountain West. Nobody's giving USU credit. Nobody. Yeah, and that's no surprise. And it's like, come on. Yeah. I mean, I, these guys just came from obscurity. We're going to be dead last in all of your prognostications the year before. And they won. Yeah. Give this half some credit. Uh, they will be. Well, never mind. Am I allowed to say it? They might be losing an assistant soon. Well, we've already lost one. Uh, they, they're going to lose another one. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Someone's seen at a local restaurant. <laughs> Goodbye. <laughs> yeah. Uh, they just, so that, that's a bummer. And he's a big one too. I don't know if I'm allowed to say uh, that. Look, it was, it was bound to happen. Like we were shocked huh? to see the way that the coaching staff is able to stay together for the most after the season that had, but it's when you have a successful program like that, other teams notice. Yeah. And it's not really surprising to be this late into the year where there's still coaching staffages that are taking place. So it doesn't happen quite as much as what we see in like late December, early January, but uh, it, it can still yes. happen and still uh, going on. So, uh, but unfortunately, are you surprised? Utah State, uh, Matt Wells have a defensive coordinator yeah. until like March yeah. on Dave Aranda. Uh, no, so not Dave Aranda. It was, um, gosh. What's his name? Not Baldwin. No, the defensive coordinator. Yeah. And then he was at uh, he went to Texas with Coach Herman. Oh, my gosh. His name is blowing my mind. Dude, we've had so many DCs I don't even remember anymore. Anyway, he was a late find. And I, I'll be honest. I thought, gosh, if it's taking this long to find a guy. You're just kind of scraping the bottom of the barrel. 
of available and who the good guys are already taken, but that did not prove to be the case. He was a great find. Uh, 086 texted a cartoon of a girl screaming, Happy birthday, Eric! That's cool. <laughs> uh, he says, How many recruits are we recruiting? Uh, and will we have our same football staff as last year, offense, defensive coach? Uh, the coach that is leaving defensive coach, so you will not have the staff as last year. And in regards to recruiting, I think who you got is already been announced. Oh, five, six, four. Thank you. Todd Orlando. Yes. Hey, well, how long was he here? Year? Uh, he was here for at least two. Is that part of Gary Anderson's staff? Uh, is that Matt Wells' good? I'm pretty sure he was on with Matt Wells. Okay. I honestly cannot keep up with him. These are the ones I've really told me, like, wait, who is one? Whose yeah. kid is which? Nine three one five text. If I can click on it, uh, I think if we I think that if we stay on this winning, that the stadium will be full. I, I'll just say. I'd love I to doubt say it. okay, but what happened four year three four years ago when there was winning that kept being and getting better? We won eleven yeah. wins. Yeah, with Jordan Love, who was a first round draft pick. We had we're being sent by receivers and quarterback. Uh, you had a defense that was absolutely devastating. I mean, does it take say state two o'clock four in the straight years of ten plus degree weather to fill the stadium? Is that what's required? I, I don't know what the standard is. Me neither. Apparently, it's not being met. Yeah, uh, five six three four. Yeah, sorry, accident. Uh, let's see here, two seven eight seven. Yeah, and the Jack championship. That's me. But don't hold your thought, Jay. Happy birthday, Eric. <laughs> okay, no, serious though. Like, teams got talent offensively. They got a lot of it back. I know you lose Devin's. Derek Wright, Brandon Bowling, three big losses. I get it, but Xavier coming in from Alabama. That's, I mean, the Maryland guy. Yeah, and you, uh, you got you, Calvin Tyler Jr.'s running back, steady Eddie right in that position. Van Lewin, McGriff is still here. Offensive line still looks, and it's going to be healthy and deep. I like this team next year going into Boise hey, State. Will it be disruptive enough defensively? Is a bigger question in my mind coming up into the new year. Four sixes, Orlando, Dick Logan. Well, Florida's better than Logan. Get it, Texas. Orlando? No, we went to get. You don't you get Orlando, Florida? I know Orlando. But dude, come on! <laughs> you never play along with my joke. All right, we gotta take a break. Yeah, we gotta take another time out here. I'm seeing this weird anime. Dude, this is cool. And it's not even how you. Do you want me to do it name, again? But I'll, that's okay. I'll I appreciate the thought. Come on. Yeah. Do you want me to sing it in her voice? Full Court Press, Little Sand. We're broadcasting live at Guild She's Mortgage. Seeing it. Come by and say hi. And uh, also, while you're at it, uh, don't forget to register or nominate. Your favorite business for what they do best. The best in Northern Utah contest going on now, presented by Campbell Snacks, Homebridge, and support your favorite local businesses today. Name them at bestofnewtah.com. Full Court Press. Connect with us on Facebook, Twitter, and online at 1069thefan.com. Welcome back to our press. We're broadcasting live at Guild Mortgage. Stop by, say hi. You can register to win a lithograph basketball from J.C. Carroll. Also going to have, uh, we got some long sleeve tees, Utah State Aggies t-shirts from the Jimmy Kimmel Live LL, which and will be autographed by Calvin Tyler Jr. No big deal, starting back. And then some guy named Logan Bonner. I think he started quarterback. He's somebody. Yeah, just somebody. somebody. And they're both going to be live here at Guild Mortgage, by the way, so make sure you come over and say hi. Uh, also, don't forget Napa Spring Gold Filter sales going on now. All Napa Gold Filters, uh, 60% off. Cars, tractors, backhoes, even your lawnmowers. If it has a filter in it, it's on sale, and you can find it at Napa Auto Parts. Five locally locations from Preston to Providence. Eric, I know we're going to have Logan Bonner and Calvin Tyler here live here at Guild Mortgage next hour, but can I just... Six of eighteen at the free throw line. Six of eighteen. Like there's nobody. You know, if, has, if that no was one time, I mean, but, like, oh, that's too bad. But this is like a 
This is a habitual problem for Utah State. For Vath with three was three of ten. Three of ten. Like, dude, I uh, don't even give me a scholarship and I'll go shoot the free throws for you. I, I know I'm being harsh, but Eric, you are a Division One basketball player. The game is on the line, and you're a senior. Make your dang free throws. When you when you leave, twelve free throws, and you lose by eleven, that hurts. Now, I, I it's be it'd be silly for us to to Utah State would make every single free throw they no, attempt exactly. But you got to do better than thirty three point three percent. Colorado State went eleven sixteen, so that means if you make what eleven, yep. So if you make ten out of those twelve free throws, it's a different ball game. I don't know if we win, but it's, it's a lot ball closer game. game well, and the there's, late. I mean, it's just a different circumstances. Maybe Colorado State forces something that they don't need to because they're down for. Come by at the Guild Mortgage Register to win. Cool stuff. I'm Dan Patrick, and this is the boys. We are just under one month away from March Madness, but no one player has really played his way into college basketball. Over the last couple of years, we've been treated to stars like Zion Williamson at Duke and Trey Young at Oakland. We don't really have it this year, but that doesn't mean March won't be madness. We're used to star power, but the lack of power has created a lot of parody, and that's exciting. On Saturday, for instance, seven of the top 10 teams were up in college basketball. We've become used to the star players dominating, and that's led to a consensus yearly basis. That's not going to be the case this year. There are several teams with a great chance to win it all. No one team has separated themselves. And while that might make it hard for your average college basketball fan to follow, it could make for what competitive March madnesses we've had in quite some time. I'm Dan Patrick, and this is Boys. And, and now, a message from Discover about real rewards. If you're a loyal credit card customer, you should be rewarded for your loyalty, preferably with something that you actually want and something that you can actually use, something like Cashback Match. Discover matches all the cash back you've earned at the end of your first year automatically, dollar for dollar, because when it comes to rewards, you can't go wrong with cash back. Finally, rewards that make sense. Discover. Exceptionally common sense. Learn more at discover.com slash match. Limitations to apply. Is your current home loan the right fit for you? Near historic low rates may be a great reason to refinance, but when matched with an expertly chosen loan from Loan Depot, you could be saving money and paying more towards the bottom line. Call a Loan Depot loan officer and ask about our 27-year smart-term loan or our 10-year arm loan. Get a great rate matched with a great loan by calling 866-888-LOAN or visit LoanDepot.com. At Loan Depot, home means everything. Rates are subject to change. Call for cost information and conditions. Equal housing opportunity. Winter weather means your car is working harder. Get the parts to make your car run its best from your local auto parts stores. Receive a $20 rebate on the purchase of any Napa Legend battery. A 16-ounce can of seafoam mortar treatment, $7.99. A gate mouth tool bag, $5.99. And stock up on Blue Heat Ice Melt, 50-pound bag, $10. Always the best prices on the best parts at your five locally owned Preston to Providence Napa Auto Parts. A presentation of Sports Talk Radio. It's this man. It's the compassion. It's the it's the dignity. It's the wisdom. It's the it's the horse sense of the guy. You know what? This is crap. We're gonna stop this. I can't stand it. Run it again. Hold up and run it again. We're rolling now. <laughs> Thanks. So. Microphones are on. Marker eight ten go. The Eggies. Merrill for the lead. He's got it. The Jazz. Uh-oh. Stockton, open, three, hit it! 
the high schools. Also's going to take it on the quarterback draw. He's to the 30, the 25, makes the move to the 20, 15, 10, 5. He's into the end zone. If it's the sport you care about, we're talking about it. Number four of my best non-sports sports, wife carrying. I beg your pardon? It's the Full Court Press with Eric Franson and A.J. Selvison. Because what you're really saying when you're using all this blabberish is, A.J., you were right and I was wrong. That's what I'm hearing from you. 106.9 FM, 1390 AM, The Fan. Welcome to Gil Mortgage and the Full Court Press. We are live, 180. West, 1200 South, Suite 220. We're upstairs. Upstairs to the right. Second floor. Stop by. Say hi. Hey, uh, Register to win cool stuff. Like, and we're not just saying like cool that like it's stuff signed by Eric Franson. <laughs> I haven't signed anything. Not the no Hall of Famer. For my not the Hall of Famer Eric Franson, like the radio not- Eric Franson. Uh, but uh, we've got we've got some really cool gear. To our new listeners are just today, uh, J.C. Carroll joining us in the 4 o'clock hour. Appreciate him doing so. And then he also signed a basketball. A big thanks to Walker42, by the way, uh, hooking us up with some gear to be able to give away. Uh, we have a J.C. Carroll basketball here to draw for, but that's not all, folks. we got more. Uh, Logan Bonner, starting quarterback for Utah State uh, as of right now, unless things change in spring camp, will also be joining us here inside uh, Gill Mortgage, and he'll be signing L.A. Jimmy, is, it, is it Jimmy Kimmel L.A. Live Bowl? What the fetch Jimmy is Jimmy Kimmel Live L.A. Bowl. That's the official name, though. The T-shirts just say Jimmy Kimmel L.A. Bowl. Do I have to say – can I just say the L.A. Bowl? Because no one really cares I'll about Jimmy it. Kimmel show. I'll allow it. So the L.A. Bowl, uh, we have two shirts, and they're going to be signed. Logan Bonner, Calvin Tyler. Uh, we'll both be here live at Guild Mortgage. We are here at 80 West, 1200 South, Suite 220. Upstairs and to the right, glass doors. Uh, Julie Barnes is here. Uh, the wonderful Julie Barnes, she'll, uh, she'll, you, uh, want to, uh, put your tickets in. Right now, you have about a 77% chance of winning. Uh, as I look at these tickets right now, 70, actually, yeah, no, it's 77.5% chance of winning. So your odds are still very, very high. Oh, and it's Eric's post-day birthday. So post-day we, birthday. birthday. Yes. Yeah, so what we're gonna do, folks, if you want to come in, Eric is asking for one thing. In fact, we are just talking about it off air. I said, Eric, what would you like for your birthday? And he said, I want a listener hug. And I said, that's fine. <laughs> uh, no, Eric, nope. don't deny it. Don't deny it. I said, can I give you a hug? And you said, no. And I was like, well, that's not nice. And you're like, I would rather have a listener give me a hug. So a listener, come in. That's not necessary. Give Eric a hug. And do you know what? We will sing him happy birthday live here in the 5 o'clock hour. That's okay. No, I it's, would love to. It would be my honor. I'm sure our, I would be, no. our listening audience would be just I fine. I will not take not no for an answer. Not to suffer through that at some point uh, Speaking today. of suffering, uh, Aggies at the free throw line, not great. Cost game against Colorado State. They now sit in seventh place, which means with Air Force taking the automatic 10 spot, right now, as of next Wednesday, the Aggies will be facing the Air Force Falcons uh, in the Mount West Conference Tournament on Wild Card Wednesday. Then... If this, I mean, depends like what happens in Mount West Conference play the rest of the way. Boise State still not out of the woods to clinch that one seed. They can do it with a win over Nevada tomorrow night. San Diego State, Colorado State, Wyoming are all still in flux in that two, three, four spot, uh, which is really big deal. Depending on who, if you want to face UNLV at the Thomas and Mack Center, Eric, we're still a long ways away with still two games left to play to figure out who's going to be playing who. Yeah, Utah State seven and ten in conference play. 
Amazing. That's nuts. That's it's awesome. It's been a long that's... time since Utah State's had that kind of record. I'm about to say that's awesome, but I was thinking of something else. Sorry. <laughs> and they're just just ahead of Nevada, who's six and ten. And Nevada just put a whooping on them here in their own shed. Yeah. So, look, th- this is this the where Utah State is now with the basketball season is just trying to finish strong, right? It, it's not about trying to get that fourth team into the NCAA tournament. I mean, yes, coach t- telling his kids oh, we can win the tournament. We have to win it all. Yes, that's what we. That's that's the goal. But four, but in reality, it's just their next game better, and then the next game in better. four nights, and then their next game better. I have not. Saw, I've in fact, we need to look this up. Get up. When's the last time a team was able to win four games in four nights and win it all? I mean, that's that's Ooh. almost darn near impossible to I do. I don't know. That's been done in the Mountain Yeah, West. and I just and and the the talent level we talked about in the hour three to four team right now is what we're looking at. Um, it's I mean, very small chance there's a fifth, but you're Kemba walking on a crazy run with on back. They in the day. did it in the Big East, yeah. But Utah State doesn't have anybody on their roster like Kemba Walker. No, I mean Kemba Walker is a Sam Merrill, Casey Carroll. Uh, with nobody even close, nowhere even close. Utah State doesn't have that player that can take over a tournament. Yeah. Uh, well, there's a number of those guys already in this league, but Utah State does not have one. Utah State has some nice, nice. Utah State can win some games in the tournament, but they're not a team that's built right now the way that they're being, and their inconsistency. They're just they're not a team that can go and win four games in four nights. Automatic uh, qualifier. Uh, let's see here. We have our text line open for you, 435-339-0321. A text into our Gilmore text line, 6543. We are being hurt by the weak teams on the schedule. This regards to football, Eric, from the conference. They need to switch teams every year, not every two years. It doesn't help that we have Connecticut and Weber State either. These easy wins will not get us ready for the good teams. Alabama. And BYU at BYU. The, in the Mountain Division is tough. Yeah, that's a that's a gauntlet. Mountain Division is tough now, enough. Now, I mean, I get it. Where you don't got Fresno State, San Diego State, Nevada. I mean, I understand, but I mean, Colorado's no gimme. That's at Colorado State this year. Wyoming just took us and pounded us into our own turf. We're at Wyoming State's this always year, tough. and Air we're in, is off. in late October. Like, dude, this is not a gimme season. I mean, I I just I don't know. I mean, I get it. Connect- Look, I mean, that's Connecticut. But you aren't going to get Alabama in a home-and-home. Home. Alabama's not going to be like, you know what? We'd love to come to Logan, Utah, and spend a day inside the stadium. It's not going to happen. Uh, but, I, like, in fact, you know what's funny? I was speaking of home-and-homes. is going to be a Big 12 team. Uh, Hartwell told us the uh, other day that um, the whole BYU-Utah station is not out of the realm. That he's still speaking with Tom Homo because, hey, guess what? There's an elector in the state of Utah who actually cares about keeping rivalries alive. Hi, Utah Utes. How are you doing today? <laughs> um, so, I mean, mm-hmm. they're still, still pretty darn good at it. And I, I think they're going to be it's gonna be competitive to get them ready for conference play. Yeah. I, I just uh, – that uh, there may be some discussion about our divisions necessary, period. I'm okay with having that discussion to make sure you take the two best teams in the conference. But I don't know that I'd say the weaker teams in the other division are, are, are bringing Utah State down. I think that they're that they play in, the teams they face every year, those are tough teams. I mean, that before anything on the other side or anything you might see in a bowl game. So I don't. I'm having a hard time with that one. Yeah, me too. Yeah, uh, is it about a, maybe it's an attendance question in relation to attendance? 
happy? You know, do you get excited to go see a, a bad Hawaii team? Do you get excited to go see a bad San Jose State team? Which they haven't really been bad recently, but historically. But it, it just to the point, why do you buy tickets? Do you go see your team? Yes, you want to go see a competitive matchup. That is more interesting. That is more compelling. But ultimately, you buy to go see your team. You want to go support your guys. Amen. Uh, see here, nine three one. How come we can't get JC to come free throws? But I didn't know he's a ninety percent free throw shooter. Oh, he was always money. Jeez, always money. Uh, and can you ask the USU football players what other sports they play? High school, please. Uh, yeah, Logan Bonner played cricket. Calvin Tyler played rugby. Uh, we'll ask him four two six zero. Um, let's see here. Someone called birthday roundup for Eric. Eric, <laughs> I am excited to celebrate your day today because we didn't get a chance to yesterday. Today is not my birthday, so but we don't. No, we're going to celebrate. We don't need to talk about it, Eric. It's not a big. Happy to do it for you. Uh, Seven nine nine four. The free throw percentage seems to indic- indicative of the team this season. They just seem to lack focus at the free throw line. Defense on offense everywhere. Oof. Dude, and offensively, like down the stretch, defensively, this team was not very good. I had two open layups. That was just like nobody, and I, I'm not, I'm not blaming anyone specifically because defense was called, but yeah, two open layups down the line just was not well, great. Well, I mean, it can inconsistency really the word to describe the yeah. seas because there's been some great games. Yes, right. Yes, and they've had some great runs of games, wins that they've put together, but then they've had some that just not quite dialed in enough, not quite focused enough. There's been some injury. There's been some COVID. There's been some extenuating circumstances that have affected them. Ah, it's just, it's just one of those seasons where it's just like you throw your hands up like, ah, oh, like, what do you do? <laughs> uh, here at Guild Mortgage, uh, 180 West, 1200 South here in the south end of town of Logan. Uh, live, by the way, is here. They're coming up some, or signing some gear for you to give away uh, later on in the show. They're the uh, L.A. Bull uh, long sleeve shirts. Logan, just no big deal, starting quarterback. And then no big deal, Calvin Tyler. Uh, one of the most electric running backs we've seen in some time here for Utah State. Boy, he put on a show last year. And, and, and I say this respectfully, too, that Logan Bonner and Calvin Tyler did both offensively, and I'm saying respectfully, despite some of the lack of depth on the offensive line, was so stinking impressive. Oh, awesome. Like, it really was. We didn't know. Like, coming into the season, we didn't know what we were going to get. Do you remember when Coach Anderson said at the – was it at the fall scrimmage? That he's like, hey, by the way, we don't have a lot of offensive linemen healthy right now. Like, he said it to us, and we were like, oh. Some of them didn't even participate yeah, they didn't in the, participate. the fall scrimmage. And I mean, so they we were knew they were back ways. Center, yeah. Yeah, fall camp. But because Logan was hurt in the spring. Uh, in the springtime, we heard we've got five different backs that we're going to try. We don't know who's going to say. Yeah, we asked him like six different times. It was a mystery. He goes, oh, we're Total not sure mystery. yet. All of a sudden, Calvin Tyler goes off awesome. for like a yards in the first like 10 2 It's like, oh, that's our starting back. Yeah, huh? we'll be just fine. Yeah, we're going to be okay. By the way, uh, just quickly, we need to take a time out here, but yeah. circling back, this season, so this is updated through games that happened on Saturday. Free okay. throw- I don't want to hear this. Okay, I'm going to throw out a couple percentages, and you tell me who the player is. Okay. Wait, okay. for Utah State? For Utah State. Okay. Threw out a percentage, and then you tell me who the player is. Okay. All right. We'll see how close we get. Uh, uh, let's see. 79.2%. That's got to be Stephen Ashworth. It is Justin Bean. What? We got somebody who's in the know. Um, okay. Let's go. Um, this line's up, right? Let's say. If, if it's 12%, it's Horvath. 
Uh, I'm looking at this from afar, so I want to make sure it lines up right. Oh, my gosh. Are you that old? You just All right. had a birthday no, yesterday. No, I just got to make sure I'm the right guy. Oh, my gosh. Look at you. Okay. <laughs> you make, it's a long line here. Okay, so uh, 79 points percent. That one? Nope. What was the other one? 79.2. Oh, uh, that one's Ashworth. That is RJ. Really? I haven't seen him at the line a whole lot lately. 59.5. That's Horvath. That is Brandon Horvath. I, I sounded way too excited. Sorry, I should have sounded more depressed. 92%. Ryland? That's Ryland Jones. Very good. Um, Another big contributor. Let's go to uh, this is 84.6% at the free throw line. 84%. 8.6%. Is that Steven? That is Steven Ashworth. Really? Didn't he go like 0-2 the other night? Okay, so so there's okay. some decent free throw shooters here. I mean, he had some guys struggle, like Max Schulga. He's at seventy five percent, but he's not. He doesn't go to the line. Brock much. Miller is at eighty percent. Steve Ashworth's eighty five percent. But I you just, got a couple of guys that just are inconsistent and hitting them. Brandon Horvath with the worst defender at fifty nine and a half. Seven five two eight Texan and Ryan Corbett. No, don't be mean. I love Russ, my man. Uh, 2603, we should start paying for free throws because they are not free for us, you. Jeez, <laughs> oh, here we go. 9315, I think it's close enough to say what Coach Ryan Odom is going to do or need to do, change the thing for basketball next year. You're going to have to translate this. I believe we win most our home games last year. How do we get back to that which would make me happy? Um... I mean, look, Odom's in the first year of Mountain West Conference basketball. Like, let's let him a little slack. He's going to learn how to recruit. Like, let's let's. I'm not going to I'm not going to bash the guy immediately. No, you're you're right. Look, I'm frustrated as much as anybody. Nobody's more frustrated than Horvath, Bean, Miller, and those guys. Like when the, when when the team they loses, hit their free yeah. Like when a team loses a football game or a basketball game, no one's more frustrated than the players and coaches. Like that's honest to heaven. I mean, and so I don't think we should be like throwing darts at Ryan Odom after year one. Seven eight five. The problem is not the percentage; it's missing them. Big misses at big times. Yeah, that's true. So it's just handling the pressure. The pressure when you're at home. There's nobody waving like a Namish Keta oversized doll at you. There's no one like standing and screaming at you. You're just just make your dog goes. Now, granted, I was a sixty-one percent shooter, but I was a three-point shooter, so I made up for it. <laughs> right. Right. So here's what's interesting. Good. Um, just your, your field goal percentage versus free throw percentage, and I, I get it. You, you, based on how you play the game, okay. Can I ask if you're a player? Your your field goal percentage is going to be higher if you're an outside shooter. Can I ask you what is in Horvath's three point percenting? Sure, three point percent. Three point percentage? Yeah, thirty three percent. Highest three point percentage on the team. Bean, Justin Bean. Just at forty-seven percent. He, dude, he—that is something. He, is that incredible? Yeah. Like, who saw that coming this year? I did because he's been working on it. He told us he was going to work on it. Like that's something he proved before he. Look, uh, he has a year of eligibility left. I do not think he use it. I think he'll move on, whether it's overseas or he goes and plays in, uh, you know, with the NBA. He's going to move on, and I think that's one thing the scouts said. Hey, look, if there's anything you need to work on, it's that. And uh, I think he's put some great effort, and you can tell. Too. He's you know who has the worst three-point shooting percentage? Yeah, Brock Miller. No. No. 
Sean Bairstow, 13.3%. And how many and how many of those are wide open? Too soon? Sorry. <laughs> sorry. Mean. I'm he, sorry. He's that was six mean. he's six for forty five from oh, three. I'm gonna throw it's, up. It's not it's not his game. But here's the thing is like when Z Hamoda, Sean Bairstow, and Matt go to the lane, they can make anything. Those are three of the most gifted in the lane traffic basket guys that I've seen. Like naughty like Sam Merrill, God bless the guy, but I can guarantee you he was gonna hit the ground. No matter what, you couldn't land on his feet. It was impossible. Like what what Barristow, Shulga, and those guys can do is be able to in traffic. What's the word? Tort your body, twerk your body, twerk your body, twerk your body. Twerk. Yeah. Twerk their body. What's in the, the air? word? I don't know what. What? <laughs> Tort. Tort. Yeah. That's what. I, that's what. I, I prefer to see you. No, I, I don't want to see you twerk your body in the air. Uh, it's That's, your birthday no yesterday. No one wants to see that. It Nobody was your birthday. Wants to see that. Uh, all right, uh, we got a couple more texts, and we're going to go to break. What do you got? Okay, seven eight five four. Problem is the percentage of we said that. A problem is if they can feel Ajay over their shoulders, that would freak anybody out. Okay, you are in trouble. The janitor, dude. Why do you guys? Okay, if Max Rice throws me his basketball warm up again at my face, I'm going to chuck it. Just keep it on Rice. No, just keep it. Oh, yeah, I'll wipe my nose with it, and then I'll throw it back to Max. Max. Sneeze into it or something? Dude, I can't. Oh, uh, I'll see that dude again on the Vegas. 2603, big applause for Coach Odom and how he and the team have played first year. Yeah. We are a dangerous seven seed. Yeah. Yes. I, yes. Yes. Like, this team is capable of beating anybody. Here's yes. the problem. This team is capable of losing to anybody. Also true. <laughs> I, also I just true. don't know what we're going to get from these guys come March Ninth or whatever it is that we play on a wild card Wednesday. Vegas will be fun though. I mean, look, that's going to be probably one of the best tournaments we've ever had. That place is going to be rocking every single great. night, every we got single game. Stars, great talent, oh, my a lot of teams. Gracious. Teams, you could have to go to tournaments. Yeah, four easily. Yep, absolutely. And uh, so, does Utah State got to win it all to get in? I think they have to be in the championship. Now, I I have tended for a long time. They have to at least be in the championship. But at this point, I think they have, have to, to win. win it. I mean, if they get in the championship, that would have beaten Colorado State and some other top-tier team to yeah. get there. So you'd have a couple of additional quad one like, wins. But Colorado State's beatable. Like that's the like. Here's the good news: is that you found out with this team that they, Colorado State's beatable, Wyoming's beatable, right? Boise State, who I absolutely hate more than anything in this world. I hate Boise State so badly. I would love. I would be okay with dropping to the final seed and then go beat Boise State on Thursday. I would be thrilled <laughs> to watch Matt Leon Rice go home in the screaming at each other in a father and son fight. <laughs> I, dude, I'm sorry, I, I honestly can't stand Max Rice. Uh, hey, we need to take a time out here, Press. We've got some great football players here hanging out, and uh, we want to talk to them. Calvin Tyler Jr. and Logan Bonner here in in person, in the flesh. Uh, Guild Mortgage is where we're hanging out. No up dolls. Uh, none of that. Thank goodness. Oh, don't act all that's, innocent. That's, you brought that's this up on, on your yourself. birthday, not on mine. Okay, <laughs> that's what you do with Tom Brady is on you. <laughs> so come by and register to win. Uh, we've got an autographed basketball from J.C. Carroll. He was kind enough to join us uh, last hour. Third greatest player in basketball history. Uh, his eyebrows. When he was Dude, I that. thought he was going to walk out. Yeah, he was going to punch you. Uh, then we've got some T-shirts. Uh, L.A. Bull, Utah State, long-sleeve T-shirts signed by Calvin Tyler, Logan Bonner. 
And so these are great. But more great than that, things to come and register to win. Salt Lake City Stars hats signed by me and you. Let's sign them. No, I'm not. Why not? My signature is not worth. We'll cross it out and put 1069 the fan. <laughs> we'll get Dallin to sign them. Uh, where are we at? What's the physical location? 180 West, 1200 South, Suite 220. Go up the stairs to the right. Come say hi. Come the Logan Bonner. Come meet the Calvin Tyler Jr. I'm excited to talk to Calvin and Logan. Like, I've never seen a team go play a P5 team and just be like, we're going to come in here and wreck you. Like, we're just coming here and dominate you. It never happened I've last year. I've never seen a team with twice. that much confidence saw it twice. in the Aggies just go in there like, we're going to come in here and we're just going to ruin it for you. I loved it. Four three five three three nine zero three two one. If you want to chime in on the Guild Mortgage text line as well, it's full court press live on location at Guild Mortgage. The Aggies, Jazz, high schools, even the Pee Wee's T-ball team. It's the full court press on Sports Talk Radio, the Fan. Live at Guild Mortgage here, one eighty West, twelve hundred South, Suite two twenty. Come upstairs to the right. We've got giveaways right now you have a 63 percent chance of winning uh don't I, ever I trust no, a with yes, his percentages dude it's 63 percent look at the tickets i counted it you have a 63 percent chance of winning which is still over 50 which is still over half uh <laughs> to win the fall of the week wow. jc carroll basketball signed not forged uh definitely not forged we have a bull long sleeve shirt signed by calvin tyler jr and logan bonner a big thanks to uh, tony nilton for helping us gather these great guests and and for bringing them in here live at guild mortgage come over and say hi come say hi to guys uh we also have salt lake city stars hats signed by me and eric those are big those are a hot item that's like a give to someone for not showing up like here's your punishment for <laughs> you not didn't come pick up by. your price so here's a salt lake city stars hat <laughs> Oh, man. Uh, live here joining us uh, right now on the Full Court Press, live at Guild Mortgage. Uh, ladies and germs, grateful to have him. He's a starting Utah State. Put on an absolute show and in 11 starts out of 12 games, 884 yards on 196 uh, carries, seven touchdowns, led the team in each of those categories, also caught 11 passes for 50 yards, finished the year with 934 yards. Uh, he had four 100-yard games during the season. Rushed for a career-high 132 on 9 carries with a career-high 2 touchdowns. And that incredible comeback win over Air Force, including a career-long 61-yard run. Uh, also had a ton of the uh, Jimmy Kimmel Bowl. And in the uh, conference championship versus San Diego State, Calvin Tyler Jr. joined us here live at Gil Morgan's on the Full Court Press. Sure, what up? Yes, sir. Thank you all for having me, man. Excited to be here. How's the offseason treating you? I guess, well, what was the offseason? How was um, it? The offseason going good right now. We all anxious, ready to work. Um, we've been working hard all throughout the weeks. And like I said, we just anxious. We just ready to buy into one more time. When does spring? When does spring practices get underway for you guys? I believe March. Um, I want to say March fifteenth. I can be wrong. When is? March twenty first. Oh, you're ready to go a week March early. 20th. I'm ready to yeah, go. Yeah, you're just going to ready to go through it. I'm ready to run through That's some. Uh, <laughs> run through some boys. <laughs> uh, Calvin, I I was you know we were just talking about it off air. I was talking telling Eric actually on air. I've never seen a team like Utah State go into an L.A. bowl, or go into a bowl game versus a Power 5 team and say, we're just going to come punch you right in the mouth. Let's see if you can get up. And State never recovered after you guys went right after him. What was the message before the game from Coach Anderson or is or from Logan and from the leaders of you guys going into that game? Uh, man, I like to take all the credit for it because, I mean, we was going against my rival team. That's how the, guy, <laughs> that's how the guys wanted to, uh, you had some extra to, get, sauce. to yes. get the dub for me. But, nah, uh, like he said, it's a, just another game. Uh, when we got to the trip, he's like, this is another business trip, yeah. 
bowl game come with a lot of activities, but we still go lock in. We still want to win a game. Like we need, we want to come to have fun, but we also want to end the season on the right note. So that made the guys lock in. We knew it was time to, like time to win a game. Once we got to the hotel, our, our preparation was still the same. We came to practice. We executed. They had us on some hard. Like when we practiced, really? we practiced where we played San Diego State at, but it was on like a practice field, and it was like the turf was super hard. So I feel like they were trying to get at us right there, but um, we still locked in. Uh, we went to work, and when it was game time, we we was ready. It was when we when you started the season. Uh, I remember talking to you in fall camp of the excitement of going to Washington State. Yes, like it's going back to the Pac-12. You had an experience where you were right. you were there up in the Pacific Northwest. And to, to start the season that way and then to end it against a team that you where you started your career, I mean, how crazy bittersweet. And that's not something that we saw coming right. early in the season, right. just getting to a bowl game period, but then seeing Oregon State there. Right. I mean, what, what was that emotionally? How was that for you heard your matchup's going to be against State in the bowl game? I think this was like a, overall, like this was a very emotional season for me, but I uh, could trust it well because I never walked in a game in Pullman. They took away my bowl game, the first bowl game I was supposed to go to. So the last memory I have of them of them like acting like they rolling, like bowling the ball when they beat us at Oregon State. But um, see, it was kind of like an emotional year. I knew it was the year that I was gonna like kind of establish myself like back as like a guy that can play in this league, like, play football. I can show my skills. I can do just as better as your running back. Um, so when it came down to it, um, like I said, I just bought into everything Coach A was saying, Coach Tuck, uh, Coach Keaton, just like. Overall, we were just executing. How satisfying was it? Cause you're never content. You're always a guy who's chasing something. You're exactly. always motivated. But how satisfying is it to score a touchdown versus Oregon State? And by the way, that was a sweet move, walking into the end zone, letting that guy fly by you. Yes, sir. Oh, uh, man, that feels so good, man. I, um, once I scored that touchdown, I was like, yeah, they're in trouble now. Like, <laughs> like they're they in trouble now. But um, that game, I didn't want to, like – I'm like, so another thing throughout the week, Coach A never brought up nothing like, oh, this Calvin rival, this and that. We looked at another game, another uh, like just on our schedule to uh to beat. So we came in, we locked in. Um, and as for as for uh as for me, like I just wanted to uh, stay composed. I didn't want to so show my teams like how much it meant to me. Like they people throughout the week, oh, how I feel to play. Oh, it's another game, but deep down inside, it's like, oh, this revenge. Like this is payback. So I didn't want to show that, but when it came time, like. Man, I just laid it all on the line, left it all on the line right there. Calvin Tyler joining us now here on the Full Court Press where we're uh, broadcasting live at Guild Mortgage. And, Calvin, this was an amazing season yes, sir. this year where the year before, really disappointing. We didn't know what was going to happen with the coaching change, players coming and going. It worked out. It was awesome. Yep. Now there's that expectation. The standard's been set. You guys, you won the whole thing. You won right. the conference, your whole game. You beat a Pac-12 team in a beautiful stadium. Right. Now, how do you top that? Do you feel pressure to do that, or is it just like one year? We got a whole new squad. We're going to go try to accomplish new goals this year, and just what's in front of us, we're going to yeah. try to tackle that. So um, we know the target on our back, but um, that don't mean our standard chain. That don't mean oh, we got to oh, we got to do just as much as we did. Like uh, we still go come. We know we got to work work as uh, hard as we did last year to be an even better team because we lost some games. We probably we shouldn't have lost, but. We just want to be better than we were last year. We want to be better every day. We want to be better at practice, how we was. We we just go uh, come in with that type of mindset as in, like, just building every day. The quarterback competition was pretty hot and heavy there, even going into the season, even into game one, game two of the season. Logan Bonner ends up winning the job, rightfully so. He earned it. 
What was it like playing with Loner? What did you uh, Logan, <laughs> Loner, Logan? Uh, and what did you see out of him as the leader of this team? Uh, he kind of scared me. Washington State game, like <laughs> that last drive. <laughs> the last drive, I kind of I don't know. If, um, the last drive of that game, I fell. Like it was on a third down. I oh probably, yeah, that's yeah, right. I fell. Forgot so, about that. Yeah, so he kind of gave me this look. I'm like, yeah, let me like let me catch this ball because the next play was to me, but. Um, other than that, I like he, he's confidence, man. Like you want to go to war with a guy like that because you can just see it in his face. Like he has he has the killer instinct. Like he can take the top off of it. It don't matter. Like Logan want to win, so it was. Well, one of the other things, not only was there a quarterback battle, if we want to call it that, just there was, we didn't know who the quarterback, starting quarterback, was going to be, and even until the Washington State game concluded. But there was also a petition in the running back room right. with you. Right. I mean. Devontae Henry Cole was the guy before, and you come onto the scenes, a few other guys who have been in the program, a few other new additions. What was that like, just trying to compete with them, but also like trying to understand and support each other too? Uh, for me, uh, it was good competition. I mean, we push each other every day, and we still push each other, whether that's from walk-on to scholarship on up. Like, we push each other every day. Um, the competition was fierce, so like you can, you can feel it in a room. And I knew every day I had to come to work. Like, I came – I couldn't take a day off. And plus, around this time, like, I didn't have a winter workout. So I was in the portal around this time last year. So I got here, like, two days before spring ball. So I was out of shape. So I had to push myself even more. I had to run extra after practice. Um, But, yeah, um, all them guys you named, they was good. Like, Devontae Henry Cole, John, Elian Noel, Lockheed McConaughey, Robert Jones, and uh, the rest. But, um, yeah, we pushed each other every day. It was a good uh, competition room, and it, that's this year too. We adding some more uh, people in the room, and and that's how you want it. I think you want every room where they go push each other and make each other better. So, uh, Elian Noah to transfer, he leaves. Right. Uh, it almost I don't know how appropriately say this, but it puts a mantle pretty much on you are the guy. How much forward do you look, or I guess how much do you look forward to that of being the guy for this team at the back position? Uh, I look forward to it because I want to show like I want to show the fans, the coaches of my team that I can be a Back they uh, can count on. I can be on back. Unfortunately, last year I got hurt. I think like what really BYU game. I missed my ankle up. Then I ended up breaking my hand in UNLV game. So, Wait, you broke your hand in the UNLV yeah, a lot game? Of, a lot of people didn't know it. So on the on one of my long runs, it was a stiff form, and I fell down. Uh, I chipped a bone in my hand. So I had surgery during the season, and I came back like two weeks after. So, Wait, what? Yeah, Ouch! Yeah, a lot wow. of people didn't know that. So I uh, yeah, I battled. I battled through some injuries this year, but. How you feeling now? I feel it. I feel like 100%. you feel good now. Yeah, this is the best I felt in a while wow. since my true freshman year was State. Even better though. Every year with a football team, it's there's transition that happens. Right. Players graduate, they transfer. Sometimes there's coaches that will change as well, whether it's assistants or the head coach. This year, coaching wise, pretty much the same. Right. Um, there's some new players coming in. It's in, in the recruiting. It seems like. Coach Anderson and his staff are really trying to go not so much the transfer route, but trying to build the program from the from younger guys up. But in the short time you've had with some of these guys who've been able to arrive on campus so far, what's it been like kind of interacting and integrating some of these new faces of the program? Uh, we had, we definitely great uh, additions. Um, I think that's what made us a, a good team last year. We were so close. Like when I say we team bond a lot, we team bond. Like some guys don't even leave the facilities during the day. We we'd be in the player lounge all day to play in the game. 
a lot of guys like the uh, ping pong. Even Coach A interact and the coaches, so they 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 compete on the ping pong table. It go crazy, and so that's some that's something y'all y'all have to check out <laughs> most definitely. But yeah, these guys, we all um, we tight, we all close, we do almost everything together. So I know this Wednesday coming up, we uh, as a whole team, we coming, we going to the girls basketball game. Oh, cool. Yeah, I heard they have a, a really good uh, voice over there, too, that helps out with the girls' basketball games. Um, <laughs> uh, Ke- uh, I, I know we gotta, we're going to wrap up soon, but Chucky Keaton, uh, is he likes to think he's a legend around here. Do you have to hear about him like all the time? Does he walk around and be like, hey, that's my statue, oh, that's my Hall of Fame poster? <laughs> hey, yeah, Jack. Yeah. Logan Bonner says he's been beating you right. You're getting records, though. <laughs> he's not going to say it, but he was a little salty about Logan breaking his record. <laughs> 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 he's not going to say it, but no, nah, he's he a great leader. It's a, um, it's a, like, a, a blessing, like, to have, you know, like, that type of person, like, your coaching staff, on your coaching staff and just uh, around players. So he helped us um, a lot as far as like just motivating us he and he just know he know the way like he been through injuries too so we talk a lot me and him we got a very uh tight bond you ready to go punch bam in the face and behind uh paul bear bryant's backyard well, i'm ready to get to go to uh you well play uconn first then i get to go uh, that's ready a to great punch answer <laughs> that. smooth yeah, it's like doug go. hoffman's been coaching him in this <laughs> <laughs> hey calvin yes, thanks for your time congratulations Thank for on your all your time. success so far we look forward to seeing you this Thank year you so much man. all right calvin tyler jr starting running back for the utah state football aggies uh we're gonna take a break we still got like uh signed shirts assigned basketball and you have a 63 percent chance of winning that's that's over don't, half. Never trust IJ with his odds, but there are a chance. There is a chance to win. Odds. To uh, come by, register to win. Why are you scaring off our listeners? Signed T-shirts, they're long sleeve tees uh, for the football players uh, from the LA Bowl, and we've got a signed basketball from JC Carroll. So we're giving away three different things. So come by, register to win at uh, Guild Mortgage, 180 West, 1200 South. Are you serious, dude? Sweet, Sweet 220. 220. There you go. In Logan. Come on. You're listening to the Full Court Press. The Aggies, the Jazz, the High Schools, the Full Court Press on Sports Talk Radio, 106.9 FM, 1390 AM, The Fan. Welcome back to the Full Court Press. Eric France and Ajay Salveson. We're broadcasting live at Guild Mortgage. Stop by, say hi. You can register to win some cool stuff. Yeah, we got a uh, got a couple of the signed T-shirts or long sleeve shirts of the LA Bowl from both Logan Bonner and Calvin Tyler Jr. We also have a basketball signed by uh, third best player ever in Utah today. <laughs> Very debatable. Uh, he's much higher than that. JC Carroll. Uh, I want to remind you about Mountain West Motor. Stop in and help them drive change in our community. Each month, Mountain West Motor they'll select a local nonprofit or a cause to donate funds to. And we can all drive change by helping those in need. Just visit Mountain West Motor and explore your next adventure there. We've got newly customized trucks and SUVs. And if you can't visit them on their lot, which is at 615 North Main in Logan, you can check them out online, mwmotor.com. Uh, live here on the uh, Full Court Press with us, live at Guild Mortgage, 180 West, 1200 South, Suite 220. Uh, come over, say hi, and say hi to these guys as well. Starting quarterback for the Utah State Football Aggies, Logan Bonner, joins us here on the Full Court Press. Logan, good afternoon. How are you? I'm great. How are you guys? We're good. How you feeling? Give us the uh, 411. I don't know if you're allowed to, but you do it anyways. Uh, 411 <laughs> on your uh, on your rehab. How's everything going? Good. It's good. Making progress one day at a time. So, Are you going to be available for spring camp? Absolutely not. Okay. 
Okay. Not. Right. I'll be I'll be out there throwing a little bit, but sure. nothing nothing crazy. Well, how was it last year for you? I don't know if you've addressed this before, but this will be the second spring that you'll not be there with your team. And how how much of a challenge is that, or how much do you feel like I've already established myself? I kind of know I know these coaches, I know the game plan. Mm-hmm. This year's going to be different than last time. Yeah, it was a lot different. Uh, I would think the hardest part was last year. Um, I think that it made it really hard. Is I was only here for a week before I broke my foot, so I really didn't meet, but a couple guys really like talked to them, and then. They're working out. I'm working. I lift with, like, especially right now, like, I lift in the mornings. Like, we do our runs at 6 a.m., and and then everybody goes home. I lift by myself almost with, like, maybe two other guys. Um, and then I, I'm not with the team because, like, it's a different workout, different regiment, obviously. And then I'm in therapy all day while they're working out. Um, so I'm not with them. But uh, last year it was hard because I didn't didn't know these guys. I didn't – they didn't know me. Uh, the only guys that knew me were a couple coaches and the guys that came from Arkansas State. They were my roommates. So um, a lot of questions, like, can he, he even play? I've, I heard it. There's a couple times I heard, like, does, can this kid even play? And I just – it was really hard for me is the fact that, like, I couldn't be vocal like I normally am. Like, I didn't want to be that guy that's sitting on a scooter in the middle of the snow when they're running. I'm just sitting there watching them and try to say something, oh, which, first man. of all, I don't know these guys. Second of all – it's not right for me. I'm not doing anything they're doing. I'm sitting here. I'm doing a different type of workout, but, like, I'm just watching them. So I can't say much. So I held my tongue for all the way till probably camp, and then I basically made a point. It was like, these guys are going to learn how I play, obviously through the games, um, and then how tough I am and stuff like that. So I think it really worked out in the season when they actually saw, like, I'm, I'm, I'm tough enough to where I can go as long as I can, I can go. Um, and then they respected that, and they were my, uh, they got my respect, and um, they gave me some too. So it, it worked out, but it was a lot harder um, in the spring because uh, I was hurt, didn't know the guys, and then honestly, they probably thought I was some guy that couldn't play. I don't know because it's different. You guys come in all the time, and then sometimes they might not even play, and so like transfers don't always work out. So I just bit my tongue and just uh, waited for my opportunity to prove myself to the team. Do you feel like you can be more vocal this time, even mm-hmm. if you're on the sidelines? Because you've, you've earned that reputation now. You've, earned, you've established that credibility. Yeah, and I think it's still a little different now. I mean, I'm not going to ever, like, get get into somebody or anything like that like like I normally would if I was during the season or, like, if, when it needed to be or, like um, – but I can still talk. I can still be vocal in some aspects, um, and they respect that. Um, but uh, it's a little different being on the sidelines. But it's, it is better. I have a reputation that has a respect from a team. So how did you do that? Like, how in the world were you able to develop a relationship in so much that you gave three receivers the greatest season of their career? Not just of the like of the two years, but of their career. Like Devin Tompkins set records nationally mm-hmm. because, really, in in light because he had a quarterback who was willing to put a ball where he could get it, mm-hmm. was willing to trust him, and Derek Wright. Uh, Brandon Wright, you made three Brandon receivers. Bowling. Very Brandon Bowling, like you were able to make these guys happy and share the ball. How was it that you were able to develop a relationship even though you didn't have a spring? Yeah, Brandon was easy. Uh, we were roommates for five years, so that was that was an easy one. I didn't I didn't really focus on that one much because that one he's lived with me um, since 2016. Uh, we've been roommates, so um, and I'm really excited for him to get back up here. Uh, I miss those boys, but um, DT and Derek Wright and, and all the other guys really it was. It was uh, during practice when I'm behind all the guys and all the coaches. Like, if, if I see something, I'll go up to them. I won't say something. But I'll go up to them, like, hey, like, this is what I see. Like, 
in this situation, and then we'd watch film together um, in spring. Um, like I said, I'd bite my tongue all day, and then in the meeting room is when I can talk. I can talk to these guys. Hey, this is what I like. This is what I'm thinking here. This is what I'm thinking there's. And then the summer where I can actually move a little bit, um, we threw a lot. Um, we threw a lot of routes and a lot of trust. And then um, obviously, like, Derek started getting going uh, later than DT and Brandon. Um, but then he started figuring out like what I like and what, and, and I started figuring out what he likes. And then DT just a special, special player. Oh I mean, he, he's a, he's a baller. So it, uh, it took a lot. It's really hard. It was really, uh, an emotional, like just friendship connection, um, with us. Um, cause I couldn't do much. I was on a scooter for three months in the snow. Just like I couldn't throw, I couldn't walk. So it was just a lot of like communicating, texting, and and watching film. So it was is different. I've never done that before. No, I'm physically out there with them, but uh, it actually taught me a lot. It's incredible. Yeah. So uh, I'm going to ask you the same question I asked Calvin. Um, just a few months from the, this bowl win, incredible season, new guys starting to come. I, as you mentioned, you're on a little bit different physical mm-hmm. than some of these that are already here, but just the outlook for this upcoming year based on what you know about some of the new players coming into the system yeah um we got a lot of uh good petitions um i feel like we have an opportunity to be as talented or more um especially in the receiver group and uh the running back room i mean and especially when it helps when all the lines coming back um we're losing um but guys have a good good group i mean apule was out most of the year uh, with an injury, and so he'll help with the additions. And then we got some more additions. Um, a lot of the young guys are ready to step in and, and play. Um, so I think that that group is really vital to our team, and I'm really happy that the guys have all have been here. I mean, we don't have to replace a bunch of guys. Um, they're really excited to go. Um, the receiver core, they're looking really good. Um, we just threw this morning. Um, we're looking explosive. I mean, we got guys in here that can play, and we got a lot of young guys that haven't played um, ready to step up so i think it's going to be really good um we got a lot of experience and i think it really helps that me coop and uh garrett larson have been here for a year and we can actually tell them what they like is what we because this time last year we didn't i knew a little bit just being from other systems and kind of this system but like we were starting to we didn't know nothing about like hey this is on this certain coverage or whatever like we didn't learn that until like mid-season so like that's where we started clicking um, so now that we know that, we can talk about it in spring and when we see it. So it's it's really beneficial for all of us. It's like the theme of last year was be prepared to play. Peasley had to do that. And, you know, you got injured in the bowl game, unfortunately. Cooper comes in. Mm-hmm. He changes a, a run play, wasn't it? And he changes it into a pass play. And his first play out there, bombs one to DT 62 yards and sauce. Like, <laughs> you, when you see guys and you have guys like that in, in the QB room and then you add Levi Williams mm-hmm. – how competitive is this QB group coming into the season? Oh, it's competitive. Um, it is a, a lot of people forget, but um, me going out and um, getting hurt in the Air Force, he doesn't play well, and we don't win that championship. But people forget about that. So he played well. That was the most important, one of the most important games of the year, and he played lights out. I mean, he played what the beginning of the third quarter to yeah. fourth. I mean, I think I came in back, tried to come back in on one drive, and it just wasn't working. And I wasn't able to go, and I told him, I was like, hey, this is you. Go get it. And he and he did his job. That's what he wanted to do. do. Um, we knew that. And so, and then the thing with Coop, I knew hurt for a couple of drives, and my knee was really messed up. I didn't know what was wrong. Um, but I think that uh, I basically told him, hey, like, 
the last show before I went, I was like, hey, I'm pretty much like I'm I'm almost done. Like I, I'm pretty much I'm probably gonna be done. Oh, and so uh, he's just get ready. He's like, okay, I got you. And then I told Coach A, and then I went to the locker room. And then before I went to the locker room, I'm in the tent and I see the play. I heard the play come in, and so I go to the tent. And then I look in the tent, and you can see, like, the ball in the air. And I'm like, oh, my God. So I, and I'm looking at, like, I'm in the tent, and I'm looking, and I'm like, no way. And I just see DT on this, the jumbo trying because you can see it in the tent, but you can see sure. out. So I'm looking, like, I'm on the table with the docks. I'm looking, and I'm like, no way. Just the ball. But they, I don't know what they did. They were doing all this mix and max coverage, and, and as soon as they put him in, they put seven in the box and played man, which you should not do, against, do against DT. DT. So, like, it wasn't hard, I'm, and then they say like that. I'm like, I don't know what they were doing, but it worked out for us. Well, Logan, it's been awesome having you down here. What a what a tremendous season you guys had. Yeah, Sorry, you. one last question. Yeah. When I, we asked Blake Anderson for the bowl game what this team meant to him personally because uh-huh. of all the tragedy he's been in his life. Yeah. What has Blake Anderson meant to you as a coach? You are here and already won a bowl game. Have a chance to go uh, run it back. It was huge. I mean, I've uh, I got to Arkansas State as a freshman. We won a championship. Um, obviously I didn't play, um, but you learn a lot and I've always wanted to win one, like be the guy and win one. And, um, and especially him being through, gone through so much and, um, me just, it's not working out the last few years where I was and, um, thinking like, maybe I shouldn't, like, maybe I shouldn't just play ball anymore. Like maybe I'm just over it. And I mean, and I should take a reset and then, um, so you know what? I can play at this level. I've been playing at this level. I just need another shot somewhere else. And it happened to be here and, um, standing on that stage, we got a little, both got a little emotional because it's been like six years, uh, of time, six years of heart and, uh, and pain and all that stuff. When I lift that trophy, tearing up a little bit, it was a lot of emotions and it, uh, the team really meant a lot to me. They opened up me with open arms and Brandon and Justin transferred in and uh, I think it was really special. Logan, thank you. Yeah. Been an honor, man. Thank you. What a year. Yeah. Let's go do it again. Yeah, let's go run it back, huh? (laughs) Let's go do it again. Yeah, last year's over. We'll do it again. That's right. That's right. Hey, big thanks to Logan Barnum for joining us to uh, uh, Gil Morgan's as well. We need to take a break, or are we done? Uh, Well, I think we have to be done. Okay. (laughs) So uh, we we have big thanks to Tony Nielsen for getting us his guest. Yes. That was not us. Yes. That was him. And we want to thank him from the bottom of our Kudos heart. Kudos to Gil Morgan for hosting. Together. Absolutely. Got some great giveaways, and uh, we'll be giving those away here shortly. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, we will, let's see here. What we got? Tomorrow's what? Tuesday? Tuesday. We got stat, uh, stat of the week, player of the week. My player of the week is going to be LeBron James. <laughs> I don't know why. Just, that game? Dude, yeah. yeah. That's how bad exactly. things are there in L.A. You called it. They're it's a like ninth seed. Westbrook and him had seven turnovers. Wait, each? Each. Pretty sure. Yeah, it's garbage. They're booing him. That team is bad. Meanwhile, Jazz had a great win. Did you see DeAndre uh, Jordan's turnover? Go Mavs. <laughs> go Mavs. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Jazz. Hey, a big thanks to Calvin. Big thanks to Logan Bonner, J.C. Carroll, Tony Nielsen, Julie Barnes, Gil Mortgage for letting us be a part of uh, today's show. We uh, are so grateful to our listeners for listening in. Uh, we'll see you on tomorrow's edition of the Full Court Press here on 106.9 FM, 1390 AM, The Fan, 106.9 TheFan.com. Have a great night, everybody. everybody. Tomorrow. Yep.